welcome Chaluminauts. That's right. People have agreed that Chaluminauts is their favorite. It's pretty much, it's not, obviously it's not universal. I can't say that. That'd be a lie. What am I, a politician? Well, there's still but some people pretty, that are like, Chaluma Minis is the way to go because that's creepy. Every time you say it, it's creepy. My little, it's because he says my, my little, little chill yeah, minis. No, my little chill minis. What's up, my no, little, I don't like tiny that. little chill minis? <laughs> It well, like the uh, children was another one that came up last time, and a bunch of people just... really wanted to tweet at Jesse and just call you daddy. Hello, children, children is like children is like bottom of the barrel. That's no, <laughs> yeah, good. I don't like it. That's way it's worse. Like, my if we give children. up on the podcast and want to go straight cult, that's where we go. My ch- mm. with two L's, children. It's like yeah, my children. It's like some like alternate universe, like young adult <laughs> novel bullshit. The extra L stands for all the extra love we yeah. have for you. Double mom. Double mom. I hate that. Oh, right. welcome to your now chill mini, your chill mini episode seventeen. I think of these things now. I what love a good these value these so are. Fun. Yeah, they're such a good value. You, you did. I right. get to talk about. Oh, I hate to tell you, I come to the table with nothing but alien knowledge because this week has been insane for aliens, and that's all I've been looking at as far as like otherworldly news. So I've got that's all I got, boys. So you can if you can carry this one. <laughs> I, got, great. I got big. I got big carries, but Jesse, I can just. I don't know. About I don't know how to like y'all. I got something for you this week that is crazy. Okay. What is Genuinely what is cra- So last week sometime, I was having a conversation, uh, and I don't know how this came up. I don't know what. It somehow got to the point where it was, you've heard of the talking dog, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you heard of the talking dog. I'm like, no. He's like, it, it, the Nazi talking dog. And I was like, what? 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 What are you talking about? And he sent me the art, the article. I'm just going to read it to you verbatim because it's the craziest thing I've ever read. And I need you to be in on this with me. Okay. Okay. All right. The most amazing dog in the 1930s, a Dauschend. Is that how you pronounce that? That type of dog. dog. Thank you. Wiener dog. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Named Kuno von Schwertberg. No, that's a Lord from a castle. (laughs) (laughs) Remembered in history by his nickname, Kurvenel. Lived in Weimar, Germany with his the owner. Furrer. I'm sorry. <laughs> this owner, the equally impressively named Baroness Matilda Frein von Freytag Loringhoven. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. The Baroness was a devotee of what is known as new animal psychology, essentially, the belief that animals had latent intellectual and communicative abilities equal to humans. The school of thought was highly fashionable in Nazi Germany, where they thought dogs as more human than non-Aryan races, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Nazis, bad people. Yes. Yeah. The regime even what? created Nazis a special dog college where they hoped to train mastiffs to work with four-legged uh, animals as sort of like concentration camp guards. Uh, Matilda saw her dog as the perfect evidence for this theory. Kurvenel, she informed the world, was able to both read and carry on conversations. He communicated what? by barking in the number of times necessary to correspond with a consecutively numbered alphabet. No. It was, for matters of convenience, what? a phonetic alphabet, but it got the job done. Uh, Kervenel, this is just a, a tangent to the side. Kervenel once expressed frustration with this cumbersome system. Wish uh, He wished he could talk like a parrot. Um, he could also what? apparently There's tell no time. Way. So Look. this dog straight up, you talk to this dog and he'd be like, apparently, apparently, 
Wait for it. It gets this is the, mind you, the entire time we're having this conversation, I'm like, this can't be real. This can't be real. But there's like articles on it, so I think it could exist in that weird space of like it probably isn't real, but people What the fuck? Anyway. So Curvano also displayed a sophisticated taste in literature. While no. one would assume his favorite reading would be Lassie, and this like the author writes like a joke, right? <laughs> or novels about cats, our hero showed easy familiarity with Shakespeare. What? No. He also had a no. taste. Can, okay, in- can I time out for a moment? Yes. How the fuck do you talk back to the dog? In 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 like your language? Yes, you just speak Yes, because he can read. German, probably? German, German. He can yeah, read? Yeah. He could read German, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, what? He also had a taste for zoology books. Like he um, ate them? <laughs> I guess he read them. <laughs> he said that he did not like music, however, which he thought sounded disgusting. He could not bear singing at all. He also was very opinionated, apparently. He had a fondness for pink roses and large wheels of cheese. Apparently, he was very chubby and would chat about his desire to eat cats. He had one. Uh, I'm sorry. He had an eye for pretty women. Curiously, he did not like females of his own species. When he was once asked if he could become a father one day, he said no. And apparently the Nazi scientists thought the reason why he was so like not interested in, in having kids is because of his superior intellect. They thought his private parts had atrophied. What? <laughs> Which is what? hilarious, by the That's way. That's like the Seinfeld like masturbation <laughs> episode where like you you don't have, or whatever, you don't have sex. So you like get smart, like flowers for Algernon. Yes, that's that's exactly <laughs> what they're saying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> never bothered to hide his impatience with what he considered to be silly questions or frivolous wastes of time. One time on one of his birthdays, he was treated with a visit from children belonging to a Nazi animal protection organization. When the children began reading a long poem in his honor, Crivenel quickly grew bored. After only a few stanzas, he interrupted by barking out, no more poetry. The birthday boy was <laughs> oh presented with a large teddy bear, but he said to the people, now, does this, uh, oh, the people said to him, now, does this bear look very nice? And Carvedal said, no, it looks horrible. Um, what the he fuck? He then also said at the same event. God, these conversations must take forever if he's drinking every word. My, my favorite part is he also told the kids that he planned to vote for Paul von Hindenburg rather than Hitler. And it pissed off everyone there. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you Just because he was born in Nazi Germany doesn't mean he's a Nazi. This guy read and, books. And, yeah, and so uh, he said he would not vote for Hitler. Hell uh, yeah. Kermenel, who likes to be described as intentionally witty. Antifa. Was he the sounds dog, like Jeff Mongoose. Was the dog world's first stand-up comedian as well. When no. he heard rumors that wartime no, economy I'm, might lead to sausages made of dog meat, he protested, the Christian religion prohibits killing. When one <laughs> what a guy! Oh, he's so good, when dude. One what Swiss a joke. investigator tried to track, uh, tried to trick Kervenel into showing himself to be a fraud. The dog yelped contemptuously. I answer no doubters. Go bother the asses instead. Uh, so they had like so a what do you call it? Like a like somebody taking dictation on this dog? Yes, the, the dog it was translator. Owned by Baroness, so the dog had its own like word person. I'm on okay, word that word person was getting some revenge on the hand in the higher up. <laughs> I believe that too. I believe this is just a person talking, but whatever. Yeah, he, they just suddenly had a, a their power through dog. Yeah. Uh, as with the case, uh, as the case with Lady uh, Wonder's owner. So apparently there was another dog who was being studied at the same time that could bark. Um, this was 
a dog that was not as good as Kervenel, but there were other dogs that were in this, you know, they're trying to basically have guard like dogs that could teach other dogs to be guard dogs is what their plan was like dogs I mean, teaching been. each other how to speak German. I don't know about that. I just know that the dog that could talk would then dog talk to dogs to like teach them how to be good guard dogs. <laughs> he would dogs. be like, and the dog would be like, that's fucking crazy. And that's dude. That's the beginning of like rise of the planet of the apes. Hellboy. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yes. That is the beginning of the end for our species if we begin to teach other animals to actually like communicate. The climax well. of this movie is a gorilla walking in in a lab coat and glasses. <laughs> the the Baroness would casually talk about her pet's talents. Uh, she would say, "There's nothing more. There's nothing mysterious or freakish about the things these dogs do. Uh, the truth is, these dogs have an intelligence similar to humans, but a much lower degree." Except for the fact that they are given their first lesson at a very early age, there's no undue pressure put upon them. You know, to make them learn, they can just do it. These dogs are smart. Um, she says that she gives him treats to encourage him and never forces him to do things that a dog in a circus would do. She lets him find the things that he loves, and that's why it led like him Shakespeare. to Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Kervinall died in 1937, and on his deathbed, this is this is on his deathbed. He's oh marked out. I am not afraid of dying. Dogs have souls. They are Hell souls yeah. like men. He was buried by the Baroness uh, in next to the townhouse. The residence is now an office building, but the grave of this dog, known as the world's most amazing dog, is still well-preserved. And on the epitaph in German, it reads, Kervenel, the wisest and noblest of all dogs, world-famous mathematician, thinker, and writer. Kervenel. Dude, if I could ever leave this country again, I'm going right to that dog's grave. Right? I'm gonna pour I was like, beer this can't right be real. I love yeah. to be there. I couldn't Dude. believe it. I, mind you, when I was being told this story, I wasn't being told the article. I was right. being told, yeah, this dog would talk to this lady. And I was like, no way is there a talking dog. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. No. Like, impossible. Like, Get the fuck yeah, the dog out of would here. talk. And like, they'd have conversations. I'm like, no, no. And in my mind, I'm imagining it's like Air Bud or whatever. Like, all right. You know, <laughs> some dog Dude, talking. The fact that there was a translator, though, tells in my mind, she's just, she was living the good life through the dog. I totally believe that. <laughs> she's, I like, totally, she's like, yes. fuck Hitler. She, the Baroness is like all for Hitler. And she's like, Man, fuck Hitler. Dog says fuck Hitler. I totally believe that that was like, the, there's absolutely no, that is, seems like the easiest con to pull on like an old <laughs> German widower slash billionaire. Who's like, hey, my dog talks to me. I think. Yeah. 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 It totally does. <laughs> that is so insane. Yeah. That's a great story. I love it so much. <laughs> oh my God. Good you have anything, Lord. Alex? Yes, I do. So this is a story that I was looking at. Um, like, like I said, I was looking at this because I was trying to find some stories for a anthology type of episode that I'm going to do very soon. And I, I didn't, I didn't end up going with this one and it's fairly recent. So I just wanted to uh, talk about it for a second. So there's this woman okay. and her name was Aaron Valenti. And she okay. was a tech CEO. What? what I you, just what? saw the picture you sent everybody. Yeah. Oh, you just saw Alex that. Alex sent everyone a picture based on the story I told. <laughs> and I just saw it. And it was very funny. <laughs> it's a dog yelling some 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 scary some scary phrases. Um 
So this woman, this woman, you make it sound so much worse than it actually is. It's I mean, just a, he's just, just a dog yelling at, at Hitler. Yeah. Uh, so this woman's name is Erin Valenti. She used to work as the head of product development at overstock.com. She oversaw a team of 250 engineers, and then she spun out to make Tinker Ventures, which was a uh, app design and development company that had like 120 employees, Salt Lake City and Pakistan offices. She was like a jet setting like tech CEO, uh, you know, well respected, good head on her shoulders. She seemed like she was like pretty smart and stuff. Um, but in October of last year, she went um, to San Jose uh, on a business trip to the Bay Area. Uh, she was uh, driving from she she was she was going from Palo Alto to San Jose to fly home to Utah. And okay. um, I'm sorry, she was in Palo Alto and she was going to the San Jose airport to fly home. And uh, she called her mom and they talked for hours when she was when she was uh, on her way and she was like, I'm going to miss my flight. She was like, not sounding completely right her mom said she talked a mile a minute she said i'm coming home for thanksgiving and then the big quote that everybody remembers from this is that she said it's all a game it's a thought experiment we're in the matrix right and she was actually looking into like vr she had like some interest in those types of things um but she did miss her flight she never showed up and uh there was like a sort of facebook outreach the cops uh, were looking for her. People in the community were looking for her. Eventually, the father said that he was kind of mad at how the cops reacted right away. But there was people on Facebook looking. And eventually, after five days, um, some people found her. Maybe like half a mile from her like last known location. And uh, she was dead in the backseat of her car. And uh, nobody Jesus. knew how she died for months and months. And then in February, finally, the cause of death came out, which was natural causes after having like a manic episode huh and like they couldn't find her on find my phone apps they couldn't find her on any sort of like triangulation scenario and it's just this weird thing she had no mental health diagnosis no substance abuse no arrests never been hospitalized she had like a clear record so it's kind of interesting it's just kind of an interesting little thing that happened and There was this guy that she met that was like, um, there was a similar thing where he was like saying some stuff and they like met at one point, but I, I saw that in a YouTube video. I don't know exactly uh, what that guy's name was or how reliable that specific nugget of information is, but this was something that was all over the news. You can read all about it. Super interesting story. I don't know what happened to her and I've never heard of somebody dying of like having a manic episode like that where you just get so freaked out that you die, I guess, but I don't know what could have caused it. And I think it's interesting because, you know, to be a CEO, you're kind of got, you kind of got to be a pretty, you got to be like a doer. You know what I mean? You got to kind of be a sort of strong willed person. And so I'm interested what could have happened to her on this trip that something like this went down. And I'm not here to trivialize mental illness by any means. Like obviously on some level, she was experiencing some sort of mental episode. uh, But I just think it's so interesting that she was like talking about the matrix and talking about it's all a game and all this stuff. I don't know what could have happened. And uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. I wonder, I would do like, I'm just like you said, I'm curious the context that led up to that particular, like 
train of thought that I she know. was having. And the fact that she was gone for five days only to be found like less than a mile from where she was last seen in her own rental car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how could she be laying in the bo- the back seat of a car for five days and nobody noticed on a, yeah. in a neighborhood? You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's possible. Weird. Obviously it's possible, but like, I don't know. It's an interesting little story. And there's, there's a um, lot of little stories like that. I'm sure you've heard of the one where the, the girl at the party went up the elevator and like disappeared from the camera. And she's like found in the water tower. Oh yeah. She was like at a hotel, but she, again, she was another person who had, that's Eliza lamb. She had, yes, she had, uh, some serious, uh, sort of mental, mental mm-hmm. health issues that she was dealing with. And even, even if you forget about the part where she's being followed or whatever, and you just think about the part where she ended up in the water tower. It's just a, it's an interesting story. Yeah. It's an interesting story. But uh, Weird, if you are uh, looking for more on Aaron Valenti, I just want to shout out this video that I saw earlier today about it. That was kind of interesting. Um, it's by this guy, Jorge, that if you, if you like are a YouTube person, you probably know this person his name is blame it on a Jorge. You can find uh, a recent video from like may about this. We're in the matrix. It's all a game. Uh, and he goes real deep into it and gives you like a good timeline and stuff, but uh, it's worth a watch. And I thought it was pretty interesting, but it didn't make the cut for my episode. So that's a little teaser for you guys. Well, I'm going to wrap up real quick with something small. Um, I talked a little bit about it in the end of the Roswell episode, um, but a bunch of stuff has been trickling out alien wise. Disclosure is always happening. Everybody. Um, but in one of the papers that was released, the thing that, that really caught my eye and the thing I kind of just looked at the most is that the government was looking at um, what they call biosensors and biomems, a, a biomaterials, uh, what we would just colloquially would call implants, things that have been found implanted into other people uh, and what exactly they, they have, they've, they've been doing with them. And honestly, much like the rest, there's not a whole lot they understand about what these things are. What's interesting is that most of the materials within these things can be earth made. Um, that's, that's kind of reg regularly, but the, the, the thing that kind of throws it off is that they have also what they would consider like bits of what you would consider like meteorite stuffs in them as well, which is kind of strange. Sometimes the implants are found under the tissue, just kind of sitting there. Sometimes there's nerve endings that are being, that are pulled through them. Um, huh. and what it seems like these things do for at least some of them, uh, is it simply, it's literally like a tag, a biosensor. It's there to change, to detect and, and recognize variations within like certain chemical levels or measure certain chemical levels. Um, genuinely, they just there just seem to be just like little little tags that are put into people, uh, like you would tag a cow, something along those lines. Um, and the idea is a, that it's like an alien situation. Well, they, that's you can't. So that's the thing, right? These are come, these come people from who have like abduction scenarios. Some of them. Um, but the government doesn't go out of their way to say that that's what they are. Simply, they don't know the origin or the purpose and why people are like random people are having these things in them. Um, yeah, there's, you can, there's a whole, uh, if you don't want to read the whole article, you can actually go ahead. There's a blog that breaks, not the article, the paper that was released is a blog that breaks down the paper uh, and you can get the paper from there as well. Um, I'll, I'll link it, but it's, uh, it's, it's talks about the Pentagon's AA tip implant studies. The AA tip is the most recent UFO study group that is in existence. The one that's kind of came forward thanks to the Tom DeLonge and to the stars Academy, the one that was being kept secret and denied for super long and now has been acknowledged. Yeah. They've been studying these things. Um, MEM stands for microelectronic, a mechanical system. 
biosensor. This is an analytical device used for the detection of chemical substance that combines a biological component with a physiochemical detector. In essence, a device that can measure the attributes and changes in the surrounding tissue. That's all they know about these things, and they've studied them. So, more stuff, more interesting shit that just kind of is just like, I don't, <laughs> okay. Weird. That is wild. That is wild. That's- it does, to me, to an uneducated <coughs> nobody, that just, if these are what, you know, again, going on the limb, that they are extraterrestrial in nature, it genuinely just seems like they're tagging cattle. It's fascinating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, like when you take a bird and you just clip its wing or whatever. Yeah, just put a little implant in it and track it in the water. Yeah. And you can just, and then they kind of come by every few years, scoop you up, do your, te- do their tests, see what's happened. And then, you know, erase your memory because your brain is a fleshy computer and you can go back. So that's it for the chill mini, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and erase your brain computer. I, I, and all right, that's it, everybody. Bye. I can't, man. I can't. It's nice segue. Stuff. Solid segue. <laughs> you're all in the matrix bye everybody you're Peace all out. in the matrix aliens are real it's all a game baby it's all game <laughs> uh thank you guys so much for the support on patreon um if you are of the 15 dollars tier and want like some cool art bump up to that 20 dollars tier five extra bucks you're gonna get some sweet art every month uh commissioned to be, to be around a topic that we've covered on the podcast and you can just like i said do whatever you want with it just be subtle be subtle That's baby it. But be subtle, baby. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Hello, my little chilluminots. Little chill minis. You always sneak it right in. You gotta get you right in there, you baby. Always sneak Slip it right in. Hello, my little chilluminots. We just we we're going right from Vagina Island to the chill chilluminot Minnesota over here. So. I love that. It's you know get taken nice and central. How's what it a going, journey. everybody? That was a journey. And I'm, I'm really glad, you know, you let Jesse captain us through Vagina Island. I thought that yeah. it was perfect because it was undeniable because of how much photo evidence there was. <laughs> there was so much photo evidence. I mean, yeah, I, I will never forget what I saw. That's for sure. It I don't think I'll like be putting those a, links yeah. on the YouTube description, however. So <laughs> don't need people clicking on those. I don't know if that'll no, be we'll like. Just, I'll, throw the, I'll throw the Vagina Island pics in the, uh, in the subreddit. There you go. Matthew, uh, vagina Island. <laughs> On Vagina <Imagine> Island. <laughs> oh my God. And instead of Binya Binya, just so fucking pair of legs jumps Come out. And let's go island. together. <laughs> Welcome In to the Chilumanini. Weather. In the booty clapping weather. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Painted coat on the nipples of vagina <laughs> on vagina, vagina island. A vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's a marble. <laughs> My favorite part is if someone's listening to this before they listen to the they're actual episode, they're like, off. "What? They're going to turn this off and subscribe on yeah, Patreon." The best part is this episode is very likely going to be in the middle of a of a compilation, like three or four months down the line yeah. from now, and somebody's going to be like, "Wait, what? The <laughs> fuck is a vagina island? Who are these assholes?" <laughs> Go listen to episode 61, Dark Corners of the Internet. Hashtag Dark no. Corners. Hashtag uh, Dark Corners, the new show. Hashtag Vagina Island. From the minds that brought you Chilluminati podcast. What did you bring us, Alex? What did you bring us today for chill, our little chill mini? So I have this crazy thread. This guy, Seth Abramson, is like this guy who writes uh, books that are like, he's like a lawyer. He's like a really smart guy. And they're all books about like, he wrote this book called Proof of Collusion, Proof of Conspiracy. They're like, sort of like journalistic books about 
the Trump administration and some of the crazy things that he's been doing, right? And, you know, whether or not you're for him or against him, he's one of the foremost, like, New York Times best-selling, like, anti-Trump sort of authors out there, right? And sure. the thing that's interesting about this is not, uh, you know, really, it's not really a political uh, thing that he was posting about, but it was a thread of about 60 tweets. And I kind of want to read it, but I, I think I'm just going to go through it because basically he has a book coming out in September. That's like the the latest in his like proof of books. And it's going to be on the bestseller list, very close to an election. Right. So yeah. it's uh, it's 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 it kind of puts a target on his back from a lot of different people. And he so he started tweeting about this entity, which he calls it called Blazer, Blazer Legacy, Uncle Blazer. And the way that it works and how it's almost certainly like some type of foreign intelligence or some type of person, whether or not it's from a specific country or not, could be just a person who is like manipulating people a la QAnon and sort of like, you know, just can, can influence people in a really scary way. And, and, and uh, I guess I'll just sort of like, explain it and you guys can kind of go read it if you want can't but, wait for the feedback on this one I'm very excited <laughs> well it's just interesting like it's it's literally like there's this guy and he can get like a hundred thousand twitter followers in like a couple weeks and he starts to do this thing where he like creates these they always pretend to be somebody from inside the government and they always they always like you know just say like things that are blatantly false or they start yeah. uh you know sort of like asserting all these things about like things that are going to happen with Trump. You know, it's very much like QAnon, right? And basically the, the one that's there right now has like 20,000 followers. It just appeared like two weeks ago. It's probably the same person. This person has appeared on like talk shows and stuff as an anonymous source on the internet with no vest, no, no like vetting or anything like that. And he's talking about how, the Mueller report is like the big victory for people who who follow the QAnon, like Pizzagate type stuff. They think of it as like the time when people were really going to get Trump and Trump somehow like overcame it, right? Right. So what this person says they are on Twitter is that they are anti-Trump and they kind of behave like if you were pro-Trump, they behave how you would expect an anti-Trump person to act if you only watch Fox News or something like that, right? Right. And so they kind of act as if they're talking against Trump and they set up the situation where Trump's going to go down. And then when he doesn't, it's like a victory, right? Like it reinforces your narrative that Trump is actually the good it's like guy. That with, I mean, I know we're hyper focusing on the, on the, on obviously Trump and stuff, but like you can take that and, and apply it to any conspiracy theory. Anytime yeah. something may not hold up as like the proof or whatever, that's just the nature of like going through theories and whatnot. And, or or somebody gets through something you don't think it's going to supposed to get through that immediately is is proof that your conspiracy theory is fact when that is just not how the world or facts work. <laughs> yeah, and and he's talking about how it evolved from being somebody who said they were a lawyer who could like analyze stuff, which is basically what Seth Abramson is except he does it. He offers his whole biography online. He's, you know, accredited. He's like been on television on the news. You know, he's like a real verifiable person, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh but with with this guy, it's like he says he's a lawyer. Then he says he's in on the U.S. intelligence community. And he just talks. He basically spends all his time talking about how all these people who speak out against Trump are like traitors and all this stuff and just right. trying to like discredit them. And, you know, 
I'm not really trying to get into beliefs right now so much as I'm trying to just show people like, this is crazy because this is really happening Mm -hmm. and it's really exactly like, you know, it's like from Batman or something like that. Like I keep going back to Batman for some reason today, but like it really is like a, like a villain, like trying to manipulate the masses uh, with misinformation. Yeah, absolutely. If you want an example, it's a little bit crazier that people might be able to swallow better. Look at, I, I know I go to it all the time, but look at aliens, right? Yeah. Look at, look at UFO disclosure just because we are now starting to get disclosure does not then mean every single crazy conspiracy theory about the Majestic 12 and, con- and government UFO con- uh, you know, contracts with other greys, that that's real simply because the thing that the government said isn't real suddenly becomes real. Yeah. You know, that's just not how the world works. <laughs> well, what this guy kind of reminded me of, this guy, Uncle Blazer, whoever this is, this weird sort of like pro-Trump guy. Right. Yeah, he sure, has sure. the same kind of vibe as John Teeter II. Okay, like John well, Teeter man ask a little, a little well, it's like, making it's, opportunity money. He, yeah, he sees he sees this thing, and he sees that all these people, like all these people, believe in John Teeter in this like mythology of John Teeter. But he sees that all he has to do is go in there and pretend to be a part of it, and be sort of confident and like target his posts. Yeah, all you have to do is be confident, and you yeah. will immediately scoop up people who want to believe. Yeah, and it's like a cuckoo bird. So, you know, as much as as much as this is like a very close to home political topic, like I'm, you know, I'm I'm asking you even if you do if even if you do support Trump or whatever, like uh, no wars here. I'm just saying look at stuff like this and see how just across conspiracy theories in general because that's something that right. we all have in common who listen to this show is yep. that we're all interested in stuff like that. You know, modern day conspiracy theories are happening constantly. If you're and more be, so now than ever. Yeah. If you're going to be a responsible consumer of this type of stuff, yes. you really need to make sure that you're not getting hoodwinked by people who can easily manipulate you like this. You know, like the amount of times, like if we had no morals and just like be like, oh, we can make a quick buck. You know what I mean? Like how many times have we not saying us as a group, but like us as individuals through our careers uh, in the internet? How many times have we just like looked around and be like, man, if I had no morals, cared about nothing and just wanted to exploit people for cash? It's like opportunities pop up all the time. I've toyed around with the idea of like starting a feud as a joke. Just <laughs> yeah, to, just to show to people. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I mean, I was going to be like, look, 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 this whole feud happened, happened, happened. Guess what? It's all fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An easy way to prove like, yeah. hey, you're all, yeah. you're all been hoodwinked. I've always wanted, I've always wanted to do that. But I mean, the fact is, you know, there's people doing that in bad faith and it's all, it's yes. all around you. So, yep. you know, this is scary because it has really big, implications in the real world like in mainstream politics and in mainstream media uh this specific one but you know uh just because you believe something that somebody else believes doesn't mean that you have the same morals as them that's all i'm saying right correct so yep i think that's the thing that's so crazy about this so I was my original like article for for this particular week uh, if you're curious where jesse is by the way he had a delivery to go pick up he'll be back in a minute yeah he'll be back um, in a second I want to talk. There's a bunch of things that went on, but did we have, we we have not talked about the mystery China seeds, have we? Mm-mm. You know what that is, though. I'm assuming, right? I heard about I heard about this, and Kelly like tried to like play it down for me, but I still think it's weird, and I I, I don't know. That's the thing is like we don't really know much about what it is, other than some for some reason some packages have been showing up at random homes throughout the United States that are with no return address. Uh, that are that are from China, and they all contain seeds. All of them contain seeds, and the I believe the government's official stance on it is: do not plant the seeds. Um, yeah. you may be curious. Your mind want to probably want to go: what kind of mysterious poisonous plant have they sent us, or what are they doing? What are they trying to do? Um, there's a lot more 
uh, logical reasons for not planting these seeds, simply because foreign seeds and foreign plants in a, in a, in a environment where they don't belong, an invasive species that could, you know, pollen catch on the wind and suddenly they're everywhere could destroy an entire ecosystem. So there's the danger of like that, of not bringing in a foreign plant that can over the course of two decades completely change how our ecosystem works. But on the other side, the question is what the fuck are they, who's sending these seeds and why? Yeah, it's, it's, it's bizarre. Like, uh, Kelly was talking about how some of the people are people who ordered seeds and like got their seeds and then some other seeds. And they, they say that what these companies do sometimes is they take your information and pretend like they, you make their real sale and then they send you, they process another sale to your address and send you the other thing too, as like a way to like get to be able to write a customer review. Oh, okay. Or something like that. Yeah. I could see something being as, as weirdly benign and dumb as that, you know, but I'm looking at the pictures of them right now. It's only in Kansas that this is happening. Yeah. Um, and the, the package is weird. Like it's untracked. You open up, it's like a Ziploc bag or like a little tiny plastic. Like you would have like a little snack in rippable bag, uh, which just seems in it. It's just what the hell uh, the government is asking invasive. Yeah, here it is. Invasive species can quote wreak havoc on the environment, displace or kill native plants and insects and severely damage crops. Do not plant them. Yeah. The uh, thing, but- the thing that's weird to me is like, if these are like fake products, right? How do you mm-hmm. send that from China? Like you can't send agriculture from China, right? Well, that's the thing is like people are saying it must have slipped through. Like it, like maybe they felt it and very quickly were just like feeling for like something and like, oh, nope, nothing. It could be beads or something along those lines. And it's in Canada and Australia too and Europe yeah. too. Yeah. 14 it's, it's varieties. My, my, you know, my, my conspiracy brain is just like, oh man, China's trying to subvert and destroy our ecology over the course of 10 years so they could come in and like, you know, save us and, and, and uh, enslave us via debt that more debt than we already have. And, but it's just cool. It's just a, a cool story, a scary, a weird little story, but uh, one worth, worth checking. The and creepy, then the creepiest thing is that they're like, do not plant them, burn them. Yes. Yeah. Get, get rid of them. Um, yeah, it's very strange. The other, not really a news story thing that I kind of came to the table with. Did you see that the, there's a girl, uh, she's got to be maybe her late teens, early twenties, right around that age. And she had, did a TikTok. And she was explaining how she is a star child and she was going through the different like alien breeds of like what she is, how she like they scooped her DNA out and she has a star child of her own that she like goes and takes care of by meditating and visiting her in another dimension. And is this the kid with the hat? I go, oh shit. I can't remember. Uh, It might be. Let me get me grab it. Star child. TikTok. Hashtag star child, hashtag videos, star child. That's, that's some creepy stuff. That is some creepy stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of, this is apparently a thing on TikTok is people talking about them being star children, which is weird. I but, would love to see some of those. Go ahead and post those on the Chilmanati yeah, uh, subreddit. Dear star, oh, no, see, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely put on the subreddit for sure. Yeah. If you look up star child on, you're going to get a mix of people who are talking about star child and then other people who are singing. And just star children. Star children, yeah, children who are just magical stars. Yeah, stars, yeah. Just, or should I say, famous? Your unique connection with the universe. You might be a star seed if, uh, oh my God, you can't do that. Highly empathetic. You don't understand humans. Natural affinity for nature. You have a deep gnawing urge to do something, but you can't place what it is. <laughs> you know things you never learned. There's a wisdom about you that doesn't match reality here. 
You never feel at home, comfortable, or anything anywhere. There's a homesickness that you just can't get rid of. And you can access energy and psychic gifts naturally and easily. I don't know, man. I checked like three of those. So I might be like a quarter star child. Could you I'm be send a starseed? I'm going to send you this link on uh, Discord so you have it. So you can look okay. at this. She's talking about a list. Starseed, Starseed Academy, Starseed Traits, Aliens, Aliens, 5D Reality. Yeah, this is... Uh... Oh, there's some more. Paranormal is normal to you. Drawn to astrology. I don't know if that means you're a star child. Wisdom Seeker, you are deep. There's a depth to you that's unique. Oh my God, this list is literally written by what somebody do you think, who's like... What do you think the goal of this is? I don't know. I just think they want to feel special. You know, they think because they believe they're star children. They believe they're they're not. It's probably, you know, think about when you were a teen, dude. Did you ever feel like you belonged and you just desperately didn't want to like feel weird and out of place? I mean, yeah, it's like I that, feel that song, now, right? but then you learn that that's just called being a human being. Yeah. The the song by uh, whoever it is. Do you ever feel a breaking down? <laughs> I don't know who that is, but that does sound like a 90s song of all people who sang that kind of uh, style. There was a sketch that was like that song, but it was like a choose your own adventure based on what was actually true about you. So you could like <laughs> really great. feel sad. Dude, do you experience energy rushes in your body tingling in the crown thir- in your third eye? Ever since I turned 30, I've been experiencing a lot of those things. But <laughs> a lot I think of those tingles and bars of the yeah, body that I you didn't that's really just part realize. Of, yeah, I think that's just yeah. part of the process. Well, I hope you enjoyed the chill mini, everybody. It was a yeah. little duo chill mini. Jesse, uh, we knew Jesse was going to have to step away during, possibly during the main episode, but it's fine. He had to go pick, it's like a work delivery thing or yeah. something that he's going down to do. It is, it is what it is. Sometimes it happens, but uh, if you want to be a star child, or if you want to check if you're a star child, I'll post some of the videos over on the discord so people can see Hell yeah. and learn what a being a star child's all about. Hell yeah. That's it for us. Thank you guys so much for the support on Patreon. I hope you enjoyed. If you're of the $15 tier, and you're you're thinking about bumping up. Uh, there's going to be some sweet art. The first uh, poster we've it's gotten so a almost, cool. It's so cool, guys. You don't even know. So it's sick. so cool. Yeah. When it's done, uh, I think you guys are going to freaking love it. It's, oh. it's Roswell themed, is all we'll say. And uh, it's it's there's something really neat about it. The style that this artist has is really neat. It's super. It's, really it's super tight. It's super yeah. tight. I can't You'll wait see. to like work with this artist more. Yeah, we're definitely going to bring them on some board some more. But that's it for us. We will see you next week with some more Chaluminati. We love y'all. Thank you so much for the support. Goodbye. Peace out. Hello, my little Chaluminots. Welcome to your Chill Mini episode 19, I think. Our 19th Chill Mini. Oh, man. Yeah. Look at that. We're almost to our 20th anniversary. Is wow, it really 20? a Chill Mini if it's 19? Chimney? I mean, it's true. What I mean, if we just call we- them Chimneys? Chimneys? Is it really a chimney? If it's 19 years old? If it's 19? Chimuni. Chimini. Chil- well, it's our turn to tell you all stories. Chil- since Chill Maturi. I'm just watching Alex Ooh. slowly like, Chil- move Maturi. his lips. I could use a chimichurri. I was just trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah no, you got further than I did. So Right. No, I mean, all of it m- makes sense for sure. And isn't just gibberish. Yeah. Good. You know what I'm else makes agree. sense? Yep. The news of the world. I don't know is- that I agree with that, but okay. <laughs> what do we got today, gentlemen, for some weird shit happening out there in our very own planet Earth? Who wants to take it? You're welcome to any of you. Okay. So I got this story about Mariah Carey's sister. 
It's from something. <laughs> oh, yeah. This All is right. not where I thought we were going to go. This is not how I thought we'd start today. <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, I don't know. This I've never seen this website before. It's a good start then. DePulse yeah, Entertainment. But there's a, DePulse Entertainment. There's a link to an article that's verified on Fox News. Uh, uh, seems seems fine. Real well, it's good. not it's not a crazy. It's not a it, well. Okay, I'm just gonna get into it. Yeah, you might want to <laughs> just do it. Mariah's sister, Mariah's sister, Mariah Carey's sister has accused their mother of letting strangers sexually abuse her when she was a child in satanic rituals. Whoa. Okay. She's 57 Jesus. now. She says when she was 10 years old during satanic rituals, like out of. That movie with Tom Cruise, Eyes Wide uh, Shut. Mazes and Monsters, dude. No, of Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, wait. It, uh, that Tom Cruise. Never mind. That's, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is where my brain went Bosom for some buddies. reason. Tom Hanks would never be involved. Period. No. no. Uh, but apparently in the middle of the night, her mom was meeting with other satanic worshipers and allowing this to happen. She has been diagnosed with PTSD as a result of it. And uh, she wants compensation from her mother. I don't what? know. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that doesn't make a lot of sense. at the end there. Yeah, um, but she was she was arrested for prostitution in 2016. She's representing herself in the case. And her mom has not responded to the summons. And uh, obviously, this is an estranged sister of Mariah Carey. Uh, but she said the quote from her is, the ceremonies or rituals were always between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., and they weren't every week, as far as I can remember, just certain dates, she said at the time, adding that everyone would wear long robes with black hoods. That's awful. You, you know, like, good Lord. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to say she's lying, but, like, it's a pretty wild scenario that's being described and also like uh, a fairly like movie-esque scenario being described. Is she the older sister? Uh, she's older than Mariah Carey, and she's trying to get money out of her mom somehow for this. I wonder if the satanic rituals led to the birth of Mariah Carey. Uh, why did I think that's exactly where you're going to go? I <laughs> well, that's where of- I was headed. I was going to say, like, <sighs> if she hasn't mentioned it and her other sister has mentioned it, like, maybe... Maybe she knows oh. about it and she hasn't said anything. Jesse's doing some Google food. Right I just want to know Mariah Carey's mom is Patricia Carey. I just want to okay. know more about her family because yeah. uh, it just seems weird to me that like, did she have an know. upbringing where like it would not be like, like somehow like exposed that she was like meeting that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I need to know more about the mom to kind of figure out what the vibe is of the family and why well, she's the mom an opera singer. She's a she's an opera singer, and so she probably wasn't totally like you know. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a it's a pretty interesting job. It's something, all right. I simply don't know. I I, I it's weird. And it's a weird one. I <laughs> yeah I. I don't know. Army wants to blame that on, you know, uh, sisters and uh, cries for attention. She's been trying to get, she's been trying to, she also has been trying to get Mariah Carey to talk to her lately because she's been having some like medical issues and trying to get her to help pay for them. And, but like the fact that she went from that to like suing the mom for like 
abuse in return for money. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not here to say anybody's doing anything or not. I'm just like, it seems like a crazy story. And the fact that it has a satanic cult involved is uh, a little bit different than most stories like this. Can I tell you something that I learned that apparently is true? Okay. Um, There are no, according to the FBI, there are no reported cases of uh, cult related, like satanic murders. Right. Yeah, I think I feel like I knew that weird factoid. I mean, I I know there's some murders that have happened that are like a cult. Sure, 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 but nothing like Satan cult, you know, like the the, the satanic panic type stuff. Yeah, Yeah. apparently there are no records of any of that, which, of course, when you then dig deep into it, it's like, well, that's because the government's controlled by Satan and they're (laughs) racing their records. And it's like, oh, boy, here we go. But I always thought that was fascinating that the more you research into satanic cults and what people accuse them of, you find nothing really. It's all just a lot of. Anything bad that happens gets slapped onto that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's not like they killed cats. And it's like, well, do you have evidence? Like, no, but that's what I heard. And you're like, well, who yeah. from who? Yeah, well, I, don't I don't know, man. What do I got to do? I like one day. What do you got to do? You can just make a is, cult, dude. Make a cult. You make that cult. Will I get my Power Ranger powers if I get like a cult? You think I to, don't to, think to, so. to worship Satan? I'm going to let you know. Probably not. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you would have I'll a lot like, of like followers, though, and that's almost like a Power Ranger. Yeah, yeah, that's true. How is that like a Power Ranger? Cult clout, you know? Well, it's a cult, so I could just tell them I'm a Power Ranger, and they would just go with it. And the orgies would be like a Megazord. Oh, my God, genius. All interconnected and shit. I like that. That makes sense. And then you create create that blob monster from (laughs) from inside instead. Yeah, you can have an orgy, and I'll be in the background like, They've got the power that is I do the whole Power Rangers song for you. Yeah. What Power Rangers song is that? The whole have you never heard the full Power Rangers song? I just know the like very quiet background singers that are like literally the Power Rangers song start. I don't remember the whole all the lyrics, the Power Rangers like they've got something, something, something power inside. There's like a whole song, dude. It's incredible. I there's a verse to the Power Rangers song. It's a complete song. It's not just a verse. It's a complete song. I, I'm going to look this up right after look the show. It up. I wish, yeah. I wish yeah. we had the cloud to make it our outro for today. I wish we had the cloud. We've got I'll send you a cover version of it. It's fantastic. Great. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I brought a little something that's a little bit more lighthearted. I think, uh, you know, I brought it to the table because I think Jesse might be interested. Go on. It's history focused specifically. Ooh. It's a little bit less spooky and paranormal, more just kind of a weird tidbit of history that's up for sale. The photo and, and potentially the only photo of the iceberg that likely sunk the Titanic is I don't believe it. up for auction. Don't believe it's the iceberg. <laughs> How is that Good possible? To, don't believe a remarkable it. No photograph, <laughs> a remarkable photo, photograph believed to be that of the infamous iceberg, which sunk the Titanic, is going up for auction in England. The incredibly rare image was reportedly snapped by the captain of an ocean liner who passed along the same course as the doomed ship a mere two days prior to its sinking. No Later realizing way. what he had documented, Wood sent the image to his great-grandfather along with a note marveling that the photo showed, quote, that iceberg that sank the Titanic. We crossed the ice tracks 40 hours before her in daylight. So saw the ice easily and I got a picture, end quote. And so right now, this thing is up for sale. Uh, expected right now, the expected sale of this thing is around $15,000. 
uh, for, for this puppy. I'll, I'll, I'll get you the picture in the auction link and whatnot. Um, but uh, Hey, I don't know, Jesse, if you've got a spare 1500, and don't you believe want a piece it. 15,000 of, first off and don't believe it. 15,000 is what I meant. Sorry. 15, not there's, okay, a reason why, there's a reason why this is worth 15,000 and not more because it's unverifiable. You couldn't possibly verify this. So if here's an article is quite a bit. I'm going to link you an in the article realm of historical artifacts. I mean, it's so a piece loud. of ice. It's a photo so, of a piece of ice. Right. Here's the that photo may or may of a piece of relate. ice. That's, I sent you the link of an article from June that talks about this, this very specific photograph from the Independent. And now that's the, that's the photograph that is up for sale. Most likely. Yeah. Exactly. Most In likely. Quotes, so, most likely. How much of a gambling man are you, Jesse? I'm just saying not, it's there. Not very. When it how comes much to- do you love the, uh, the iceberg? Like how much like of all the things that you can have a picture of, you know, you know, Alex, there's some much like. It. Much like the man in the Men in Black series who had the room full of clocks, you know there is somebody out there with all like just Titanic, Titanic memorabilia. memorabilia. Sure, James the greatest. No, yeah, yeah, the yeah, greatest James murderers Cameron. in history. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Gein, uh, Ed, <laughs> yep, John Wayne Gacy, that fucking iceberg. <laughs> just, uh, it's good time. Was the iceberg that did it? If I had a, a cool fifteen grand that I could just piss away. I might on the off no chance. Way. No way. I, there's so many other maybe, things I would buy instead of a photo of an iceberg that may or may assuming, not be related. There's so many. I'm for $15,000, so many other things I would buy. Get out of town. It even says in the article, Captain Wood's photograph must be the most likely and only image in the historic iceberg. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? I do. It's not. It's not it. All right, Jesse. Well, what do you got? That's any <laughs> well, better than what I got. Speaking of ice, I have a fascinating science story for y'all. This is from August seventh this year. So, have you ever seen those videos where someone throws boiling water out into the freezing cold and it like vaporizes into ice dust as soon as it leaves the cup? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yet, if you were to take like normal room temperature water and toss it in the same weather, it would just it plop on the ground and turn to ice. Yeah. This is a thing called the Mapemba effect. Uh, it's named after Erasto Mapemba, who is the dude who discovered it. I think he was like a games warden in Africa. Essentially, this is a paradox, right? Because you would imagine if you look at a thermometer that hot water first has to cool down in order to freeze. But under the effect, it somehow freezes faster than room temperature water. And scientists have looked at this for a while with past experiments studying the phenomenon. But the problem is that they're, they're muddled in the complexities of the water itself, right? It, the purity of the water. Are there minerals in the water? Uh, mm. What is the freezing process like? Basically, as you know, we all should know, doing experiments needs to be reproducible, repeatable, right? That's the right. whole idea of science. And apparently, it's very difficult to do this with the Mapemba effect. This has left scientists disagreeing on the causes of it, uh, how to define it, and even if it's real. So to sidestep all of this, these guys at the Simon Fraser University in Canada, uh, Avanish Kumar and John Beckoffer, I hope that's how you say those names. Um, I'm with you. Decide to use tiny little 1.5 micrometer glass beads. And they did this in lieu of water. And um, what the researchers did is they defined, instead of freezing, they defined a cooling process, right? Because freezing is just cooling, but a lot of it, right? And so they defined like all these parameters. They set up all these experiments and they made it a repeatable experiment they can do over and over and over again. 
In the experiment, a bead, right, represents a single molecule of water, and the measurements were performed a thousand times under a given set of conditions, like I described, uh, to produce this collection of molecules. And then a laser was fired into them to superheat them, and then they were bathed in water to cool it off, right? Um, the study showed how, uh, you know, when they did all this cooling and all that stuff, they tracked the beads and the beads motion, the vibrations over time and the beads began what? to like, right. So the beads began at either a very high or very moderate temperature. And the researchers measured how long it would take the beads to cool, uh, based on, you know, the high temperature, low temperature Whoa. put in the water under certain conditions. The beads that started out hotter cooled faster and sometimes exponentially faster than the already cooled or room temperature beads. In one case, the hotter beads cooled in two milliseconds, which is 10 times faster than it took a regular room temperature bead to cool. Again, it would seem that being cooler to begin with would give you a massive head start. Against superheated beads. Right, right, right. Like if you look at a thermometer, it's a straightforward race down the thermometer. A hot object would, in theory, have to become original room temperature before it cooled off. Suggesting, I guess, like an added cooling time. But apparently, according to the study, this is flawed logic. Um, what's going on in physics shit, right? Yeah, what's going on in boiling water isn't heat. Like there's more to it than just heat. There is a complexity in the way the molecules move and the way things change between hot and cold. There's potential for like molecular shortcuts to happen. Um, The best way to describe it for Laban, they said was imagine being a hiker and it's possible to arrive at a destination quicker from further away. If the starting point allows the hiker to avoid an arduous climb over a mountain, right? For example, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So due to the simplicity Makes of the sense. study. Yeah. And, and the fact that they can do the study over and over again and due to its simplicity, like it's simplistic nature, like it's 1.5 micrometer glass thing, like glass balls that represent molecules of water. The fact that they can do it over and over again. What they discovered is that because the same effect happens in water and in glass, it suggests that the Mpemba effect could go beyond those two. Perhaps it appears generically in nature all the time, and we just haven't been paying attention. Huh. That's fascinating, though, because, like, okay, what do you do with that information now? Like, what what doors does that open to science? To just, just in terms of, like, now maybe they can shift their lens and study something with this knowledge in mind, and now maybe they can observe different things. Or it also things. could just be one of those things where science is like, well, that's a thing. It's weird. Let's find an answer. Maybe there is no effect. Maybe it's like, let's just discover an answer. Maybe 20 years down the road, we discover a new way of making a thing based on this. You know, um, when you look at metals and the cooling of metals and the steels, like there's all sorts of possibilities that we don't know yet. And they're, they're just like at the very beginning based on like the goofiness of like, I threw boiling water and it turned to dust. Right. Based on that goof, there's an actual scientific application behind it that we have no idea what what that could mean. It's fascinating. That is nutty. That is fucking interesting interesting as shit. Yeah, because it's 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 what's what's interesting to me is that we actually don't know what it is because that's something that you figure that we would have learned about early on. You know, like that boiling water evaporates faster or something. The fact that it's well, I guess they they've been trying for many many years because it's not a new thing. It's not something that like right. we just discovered recently. It's the idea that 
they kept trying to do it in science labs and no one could reproduce the results because everyone's water is different. Every time, every heating element's different, every cooling element's different. And yeah. so it just took someone to be like, okay, maybe we don't use water. Maybe we use a water stand in and see what happens. And now that they've neat. done that. Now they're like, well, maybe it means anything can cool this way or heat up crazy or people can just burst into flames. I don't know. Who knows where <laughs> this is taking us? And that right? leads to spontaneous combustion is actually real. Who also knows? an episode we have to do at some point. Spontaneous combustion. Some. Oh yeah. What a absolutely. rabbit hole that is. It yeah. is a wild rabbit hole. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this chill mini. And obviously thank you all patrons for, uh, for supporting us and bringing us uh, and allowing us to do this every week. Um, if you are of the $15 tier, just to let you know, if you've been debating that $20 tier, now's the time to jump in. We've got art poster up there for you. It's based on Roswell. The art is sick. It it's is super very cool. cool. It is awesome. Uh, you can see a preview over, of it over on the Twitter as well. Uh, so you take a look at that. Hey, That's it. Hey, We're hey, going to bounce. Hey, Mathis? Yeah, what's up, Jesse? Is there a shirt on the way? There is a shirt on the way. Uh, it's not out yet. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, it's one of the coolest fucking shirts. I if can't you believe- had to describe how this shirt sounds, Alex, how do you think this shirt sounds? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's all you need to know. It's coming. The theme behind it is the theme is dope. The shirt is dope. It looks fucking cool. So keep your eyes on it. And also, we have short pins now. The short pins are sexy as hell. You can't stop with those. Come on. Uh, You definitely can. You gotta put that on your bag. Put that on your hat. Right in the middle. In the front. Tag yourself with it. So aliens know not to short pins. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're out of here. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.